This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Mudroom, our weekly free Uncommon Sense Parenting class. How is everyone today? I hope you had a wonderful July. We just got back from a week at our cottage and I am feeling rejuvenated. I hope you've had a chance to get away, even if it's just a staycation and you're exploring your local area. I know that traveling too far afield is still difficult, but restrictions are very slowly lifting and it won't be long before we can start taking actual trips again. Before we left, I got to talking to some parentability clients about ways that I manage traveling, whether that's locally or not, with young kids. And it got me thinking that this would probably be a good mushroom episode. So if you've been looking forward to a lack of restrictions, but you're also a little leery because the idea of the logistics required to take advantage of that freedom feels really huge, this episode is for you. Before we get into it though, if you're new around here, welcome. My name is Alana Robinson and I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group, and I'm the creator of the Parentability Program where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. I've been featured on CTTV News, Global News, Today's Parent Magazine, HuffPost, Romper, and many more. So if you're watching, please say hi, make sure that you like and subscribe so that you never miss another class. All right, traveling with kids. Something you might not know about me is that while I was doing my undergrad, I was a sitter and I got to travel quite a bit with the families that I babysat for. And I continued to travel with families as an extra caregiver, even after I got my degree and I started doing early intervention because it was fun. And early interventionists don't make much money. So I could rarely afford to travel on my own so I got a lot of experience traveling with kids before I had my own kids. And I picked up some strategies that I still use to this day with my own kids to make travel as stress-free as possible. Because stressed kids are not well-behaved kids and stressed parents aren't relaxed parents. And if we're going to spend all of this money and time traveling, well then we damn well better enjoy it, right? So here are my top tips for managing travel with your little kids. First, try to stick to your routine as closely as possible. I know this sounds kind of dumb because the reason you're traveling is to get a break from your routine, but that's not really how it works with young kids. If you want a total break from routine and to be spontaneous, send your kids to grandma's or hire a sitter for the week and take a childless vacation. Children view new and different as danger. So even within the container of a vacation, we need to keep some things consistent and predictable or else they're going to feel like they're unsafe and that will stress them. And that's when we get the nonstop meltdowns. So stick to the general flow of your day, even if you aren't at home. So even when we're away, we still follow our general routine of breakfast, everybody gets ready, we go do something in the morning, then lunch, after lunch is quiet time, and then we have free play and then dinner, bath time, and bed. It's not complicated. There's still 
tons of flexibility and time in there for us to explore and enjoy ourselves, but that basic structure stays the same. And if possible, make that structure concrete for your kids. Use your visuals so that they can see what is happening and when. That lets them know that there is a plan for the day, what to anticipate and when, and when they're going to get a break. Which leads us beautifully into option two or point two, schedule those breaks. I think this is the biggest mistake people make when traveling with children. And I know if I hadn't had the experiences I did traveling with children, most of whom had special needs, I would definitely have made this mistake myself because traveling with my parents was always a marathon. When I traveled with my parents as a child, it was up at the crack of dawn, see as much as you possibly can during the day, get back into your hotel room as late as possible, and then sleep and do it all again the next day. Again, if you wanna take a trip like that, do it without the kids. Kids need breaks, especially when they're in an unfamiliar environment. So plan for them and do not skip them. Plan to hit a playground every couple of hours where they can just run free. Even in Disney, this is important because more often than not, they're in a stroller or a carrier or holding your hand while you navigate crowds and stand in lineups. They need a chance to move their bodies or to lay in the grass and stare at the clouds. You should plan for like a mid-afternoon break, whether that's a nap or just quiet time, at the very least. Most of the kids that I've cared for and my own kids have actually napped on vacation, even if they've long given up naps in everyday life. All that novelty is really exhausting. They need an hour or two to decompress. So rather than trying to power through and then being taken off guard by a meltdown, plan for the breaks and take them, okay? Third is make sure they know when and how to access the big three. So the big three are sleep, food, and elimination. When will I be able to sleep and where? When will I be able to eat and how can I access food when I'm hungry outside of mealtimes? And where is the bathroom? This applies to every destination. When we have families come visit us, we make sure their kids know where the kids' snacks are and that they can help themselves. When I travel with my kids, I always bring a small cooler of snacks that we keep in our space so that my kids have free access to food when they need it. I always define my kids' sleeping space and I bring their lovies and any bedtime accessories that they need so they have those familiar elements like their white noise machine. My kids listen to guided meditations as they fall asleep, so I also bring a Bluetooth speaker for them and I make sure that the tracks are downloaded to my phone. So even if we don't have Wi-Fi or the Wi-Fi cuts out, they have their stories with them. I show them where the bathroom is as soon as we get there. The big three are the foundational level stressors. If we feel that any of us are threatened by one of those, our brain thinks that they're going to die. So making sure those things are secure and available is really, really important. And four, before you go, ask your kids what they're most excited about and try to do those things first. When we go to our cottage, my boys are always just like chomping at the bit to swim in the lake. 
So I dress them in their trunks for the drive and I make sure that their life jackets are easily accessible in the car so that when we get there, I can easily throw on their life jackets and then go watch them swim while my husband unpacks. Because I know that that's all they're thinking about the whole way there. And if I try to put that off when we got there, it would just result in a meltdown. We have friends that often come to our cottage and I know that their little guy loves to fish. So we make sure that we're ready to get him out and fishing as quickly as possible after they get there so that he doesn't have to wait because all he's thinking about the whole way there is fishing. There's time to unpack and everything else later. So ask your kids what they're excited about and then try to do that as soon after you arrive or else they're going to spend the whole trip thinking about that thing and being excited about that thing. And waiting is exhausting. It's so hard. Exhausted kids aren't well-behaved kids. And lastly, five, if you're visiting or traveling with other families, make sure to have some alone time built in. Kids love spending time with their peers and their families, but they need some downtime where they can turn off. So again, plan for that time. Quiet time is usually a great opportunity for this. Go back to your room and chill out for a bit. At our cottage, my kids go watch a show on their tablets for an hour every day, just for some alone time. And we encourage our friends who are visiting to set their kids up in their room similarly, either to watch a show, listen to a podcast or an audiobook, or take a nap. Again, being on and around people you know, but whose habits aren't familiar to you requires a lot of energy. So plan for those breaks from your trip so that they can decompress a little bit. If you can make those five things happen, you're gonna have a much more relaxed, smooth trip experience and everybody will go home feeling like their needs were met and ready to return to life as we know it. So what do you think? Anything I listed here that you hadn't considered before? Anything you'd like to add? Let me know in the comments or come and join us in the Parenting Posse to continue the discussion. I'd love to hear your thoughts and see if we can expand on that list. What works for your family? Is there anything that I didn't mention? The link for the Posse is in the description. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here with me and I will see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.